Hey, baby. We back. We back again. Doing another episode of Extremely Average Fantasy Football Podcast. With your host, Clayton Hill. Happy to have y'all. Happy to do it again. We're going to dive in today. We got to get ready. Got to get ready. Got to get set. Bye weeks are coming up. Injuries are real. So we're going to go through majority of those. That's that's kind of the focus for today. Uh, Last time I was up, it was Javante Williams that that took the fall for the year. Obviously, anytime somebody gets hurt, we got to care about the people, but we also care about our fantasy team. So that was a struggle last time. This week, I guess last week, whatever, Rashad Penny. Now, I'll admit, I was grumpy about having him in the first place, and I was trying to sell him, but I also knew that he had a really good schedule coming up. And so on a on a team where I was thin at running back, where I, I went Jonathan Taylor one overall, and with that first pick, you're just so far back on the second pick that the value was a wide receiver. And then next thing I knew it in that draft, it was just receiver after receiver. And I was left with Devin Singletary and Rashad Penny trying to get my my running back game back up there. So knowing that it was tough from the start, then having to deal with Rashad Penny and, it, and then him, him finally starting to look good, having some juicy matchups come up, and then he goes down. To put more salt on that wound, I had Kenneth Walker, his backup. I had him on my roster two weeks prior to the injury and dropped him uh, because I was scrambling in my roster. The draft did not go well for me. I did very poorly from what I wanted to do. I had a game plan and then just completely diverted from the game plan. And so to have the backup to the guy that goes down on your roster so recently and just to make the decision to drop him and now I need him. And in this league, I there it's not a fab. There's no free agent budget. You can't bid on the waiver wire. You just get in line and cross your fingers. And so that's what I was doing. I I was getting in line and crossing my fingers that Kenneth Walker would come back to me somehow. Because this is a this is a hyped up rookie. He looked great, did great in college. It's a team that's actually outperforming. They're doing really well all around. Throwing the ball, running the ball. Are surprising a lot of people. So to know that I'm having uh, a, an offense that's doing well, has a good offensive line, and I just lost out on that player, that was really, really tough. And so we'll have to go. We're going to go over the waiver wire. Um, we've got bye weeks coming up. We've, uh, you know, we're trying to always assess every week we're assessing and who's the next upcoming player who is the you know majority of them are rookies 
But who's that next up person on the waiver wire? So we'll go through that. Um, but that's kind of what we're doing. We're, we're five weeks in. We're assessing everything. We're collecting data, you know, trying to build our rosters, building a solid floor while looking for upside at the same time. So players that we can count on week in and week out and players that are going to win us those weeks, possibly a championship. Overall, right now, I'm all over the place. I'm in five teams or five leagues. I have five teams, five different leagues, and I'm feeling every emotion that you can feel as a fantasy football player. I have one league that's four and one. I have one league that's three and two. Two leagues that are two and three, and one league that's one and four. So outside of being five and zero or zero and five, I'm feeling it all, man. My four and one, I expect to be four and one. I got my first loss last week, but I expect to be four and one. It's a newbie league, you know. I'm average. They're all new, so I feel like I should be. Uh, I feel like I should have the best record in there, and, and I do. So that's going well. Uh, my OG league that I've been doing for 14 years, I'm 3-2. and two. I've never won a championship. It's looking really rough. That was a Javante Williams uh, roster there. And I have I had Damian Harris, or Damian, sorry, Damian Pierce as my RB2. He's on a bye this week. Uh, buys are really getting me. So I'm starting like Travis Etienne. Uh, Khalil Herbert's on the fringe there. It's not. I've got Tyler. I think Tyler Algier might be in my flex. It's not pretty. It's not good. Uh, I've got to be. I've got to make some moves. But how do you make any trades with those people? That one's going to be really tough. So that one I'm absolutely scouring the waiver wire for in that one. Uh, the other one that I'm I'm two and three in, it's a freebie league. Nothing going there. Ten team league. Um, you know, players like Algier and Khalil Her- Herbert, and, and those are Ill- irrelevant when you're only having ten teams there. My one and four. One and four. I'm actually feeling pretty optimistic. This was my uh this is my Rashad Penny roster. And so this is the one that I've been looking at the most. It's got Jonathan Taylor, who just hasn't showed up yet. That's fine. I I, I still have faith in Jonathan Taylor. It's all good. I still have Jalen Hurts. I've got AJ Brown, Gabe Davis, Jonathan Taylor. I was able somehow. I think I was third on the waiver priority. And somehow, Kenneth Walker fell to me. And so that Rashad Penny, just the if it happened on Sunday, just like the 48 hours, maybe 72 hours, those two or three days of just pain were finally relieved. I was able to get Kenneth Walker. I also have Kyle Pitts on that team. Not performing well, but I don't know how. In week five, after week five, David and Joku still on the waiver wire. I don't know. Picked him up. So I'm feeling all right there. Devin Singletary. 
I just need him to get some, you know, he's got, he kind of has that backfield. There's the rookie back there. I think it's Moss. There's Moss and Cook or Cooks. We're average over here, guys. We don't know all the names. One of those backup dudes is getting a little bit of work in there. But Singletary was starting to take over majority of the work. They just don't need him. You don't need to run the ball when you have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Yeah. They might need him this week, though. My Chiefs are playing the Bills. What a shootout. That's going to be really, really fun. I also have Brian Robinson, who just came off of IR, and, and I think tonight he will be getting the starting role. So we got him going on. I got Garrett Wilson. Like I said, Kyle Pitts. Alexander Madison. Holding on to them, seeing what happens. Rashad Bateman. I have Geno Smith. So my one and four team, I'm I'm looking okay. I'm looking all right. Um had to make some moves to, to get those though. So Geno Smith, I just picked up. Somehow he was still out there. He didn't he didn't hit the the waiver wires there. Um Jonathan Taylor's got an injury. I'm not too worried. I'm not worried about the rest of the season. That that team's going to get better. I think the Colts are going to get, and even if they get slightly better, Jonathan Taylor is just going to be the most, you know, he'll he'll benefit the most out of that. They weren't using Alec, Alec Pierce. I think that's his name. They weren't using him. Michael Pittman will get better. Matt Ryan, I don't, hey, just, the kid just looks like a bag of bones. I, I hate to say it. He just looks rough. But I think they're going to get better. Um, I did have Daryl Henderson. I had to drop him to pick up Kenny Walker. I'll talk a little bit about Daryl Henderson a little later. Penny was done for the season. Um, and I, I dropped, uh, like I said, I had Kenneth Walker before. And I dropped him for Garrett Wilson. Just trying to find some upside on that team. I still have Garrett Wilson, but that that hasn't played out well. There's a quarterback change there, so we'll just need to see how that goes. Like I said, Singletary just needs to he just needs to get a workload, you know. Um, I had Elijah Moore. I dumped him to make room for Brian Robinson. I'm pretty sure I drafted Elijah Moore, but I think Garrett Wilson has the upside on that offense. Really, Brees Hall is the one that benefits anything out out of the Jets. I had Michael Gallup. I had to drop him for Geno Smith. And uh, I'm I'm good with all of those moves. Yeah, fine with all of that. So uh, just, you know, I had to prepare for bye weeks. Hertz has a bye week in week seven. I had to make room for Geno. I do like Michael Gallup a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Just to be a number two for Dak Prescott in an offense that looks like it's trending up. Could be pretty beneficial there, but, you know, uh, I just maybe he'll be there in week eight. Probably not, but I'm sure things are changing like crazy, especially on the waiver wire. And and maybe he'll be there, um, you know, but it's tough. I'm trying to build in some insurance. I've been burned twice by injuries already. And so it the running back depth is a real thing. You need to work in some insurance there. If you're a Pitts person, hopefully you got like Taysom Hill, uh, Will Disley. Uh, there's the the backup tight end. 
for Tampa Bay. I think the first guy's Brait or something like that. He was out last week, so maybe you can pick up the backup tight end there. But I'm building in a little insurance, just waiting on Atlanta to get their heads out of their ass. Come on. Come on, y'all. Um... People I dropped to make Daryl Henderson's in a lot of my leagues, and I I didn't want to I didn't. He's just not doing anything. He's not valuable right now. Uh, Cam Akers coming off the injury. I don't think I don't think Cam Akers makes it a full season. I really don't. But either way, even if he does, there's a split work in that backfield. The Rams' offensive line is not good. I think that Stafford has some of the, I think he's like up there, maybe top of the league for how many sacks he's taken. Just the inefficiency in the running game is so bad that I had to take a chance. I have to build in some depth. I prepare for bye weeks, trying to find the hot new, hot new item out there on the streets. I think it was just, it's time to say goodbye to Daryl Henderson. Even at the end of last year, I was looking at his stats, and it's like, unless he gets 15 touches, the the points aren't there. He needs volume. While Cam Akers is still there, he's not going to get it. And even if he takes over the number one with Cam Akers there, Cam Akers is still going to eat into that target share, eat into that role, and it's just too inefficient right now. That is somebody I will keep my eye on, though. Going to keep my eye on Daryl Henderson, but right now, Dumpsville. Elijah Moore. I wanted to hold off to see how this receiver room would shake up, but it seems to be Corey Davis and Garrett Wilson right now. I'm out. I haven't, I don't think I've started him once. <laughs> I'm out. I will keep an eye on him as well. But they're not throwing the ball like they did with Joe Flacco back there. So, Dunzo, Michael Gallup, I, 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 it's a great little pickup if you were able to stash him. If you're doing well, I, w- I would see what's up with him. He's kind of like, it's a Rondale Moore, not even a Rondale Moore situation. I, I'd say it's higher value than Rondale Moore. But I've had Gallup before in, in previous years, and I wasn't really impressed. And I don't know if I ever really started him. But who knows? That offense, like I said, it is training up. That's somebody I keep my eye on. But I've dumped them all. They gone, baby. Ripe for the pickings. People that were flying off the waiver wire. Eno Benjamin, as he should. James Conner, injury prone. Uh, I think they're they're... Other dude in the backfield, Williams, maybe. Damian Williams, don't quote me. I'm average. I think he's hurt too. So it's just Eno Benjamin pretty much in the backfield. If you need to start this week and somehow he's out there, grab him. Tyler Algier, tough matchup though. Just not a good schedule. And I know Atlanta likes to run the ball. Patterson, he's been struggling with injury. I get it, but it's not its not an easy schedule. That one's going to be tough. If you can pick him up and hold him, absolutely. I would, but I would probably go, you know, Benjamin over Tyler Algier. Mike Boone, he's out there in one of my leagues. Maybe two. Somehow still. But you got to be okay with 
kind of a three-headed monster back there because Gordon's going to take most of the work and then Boone's going to work in. Now, if Mike Boone starts outperforming Melvin Gordon, I could definitely see Mike Boone kind of taking over the Javante role. Gordon just can't hold on to the ball. He's got issues. He's He runs pretty well. Just can't hold on to it. If Mike Boone's still out there, check him out. Also, Latavius Murray. Don't skip over Latavius Murray. I think that one's probably out there for a lot of people, but they brought Latavius Murray in to see how this, this running back uh, field would, would shake up. He jumped into New Orleans and pretty effective right off the bat. So nobody's really talking about Latavius Murray. They just mention if in any podcast or any articles or anything that I read, Latavius Murray's not high up there, but I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I just think he has an opportunity. He's a veteran back. He kind of, you know, he's been in the league. He's been effective in the league before. You go to an offense that's struggling. They're trying to figure out who they are. Guy who can't hold on to the ball and somebody we have never heard of. Latavius Murray might have a spot in there. George Pickens, that's probably one of the number one receivers that's getting picked up over there. Him and Kenny Pickett for, for Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickettsburg, as I've heard. They've got a good connection. They were kind of uh, through training camp. They were getting snaps and reps together. That's a big one. I just don't know about Pittsburgh. I get it. I get I get why you would want to go out there and get it. I'm just not sure about Kenny Pickett. I'm not sure about Pittsburgh's defense. I'm not sure about Pittsburgh's running game. I mean, they're talking they're also talking about the backup uh getting some work in the in the running game. I can't even think of the main guy's name. I don't know. There's a there's a Najee Harris. There you go. Najee Harris is the main guy and he's fighting through some injury right now and they're talking about Getting the backup. Warren. There we go. I should have these names written down. But they're talking about getting Warren more involved, and that's going to be the trend. So I don't really know what's going on there. Just a lot of change. There's a lot going on in Pittsburgh. But if you've got the roster spot, it's absolutely worth the stash to see how things play out. Alec Pierce was another hot name going off the waiver wire. That's a wide receiver for the Colts. And they're just they're getting him involved. I think I think that's a I probably would rather have Alec Pierce personally. Because I think that they're gonna work him. He's been getting into the office. They're gonna work him in more into the offense. People are going to be covering Pittman. And I think that that team improves. So I think that one's very interesting. Geno Smith, don't know why. I don't know how, but he's doing it. He's being efficient. They're playing well. If you have a bye week coming up, Geno Smith is a great option. And Taysom Hill. So much stuff going around Taysom Hill. Should he be labeled as a tight end? He really should be a running back, a receiver, a quarterback. You know, there's all these things. He had a big week last week. Without Jameis Winston, without Michael Thomas, without Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave going through concussion protocol, Whoa. I mean, it's it's Andy Dalton, Alvin Kamara, and I keep saying Kamara. It might be Kamara. Average. But, I mean, Taysom Hill has a role there. So, if you've got Kyle Pitts, or if 
You know, you waited and, and got a Cole Komet or a Pat Frymuth. I think he's going through concussion protocol. If you, uh, tight ends are thin, if you don't basically, if you don't have Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, you should probably look at Taysom Hill and see what's going on there. Um, I think those were the most, you know, that, that that's kind of who I was looking over, but it's tough. It's tough to evaluate. And you're like, oh man, oh, you know, I have these players on my roster that could break out. And have a, you know, it's coming. I feel like it's coming. These are good athletes. I've, you know, that it's just where those decision making, how do you weigh out this person versus this person? Do you see yourself starting anybody on your bench? If the answer is no, and you see yourself possibly starting somebody out there on the waiver wire, snag them. Even if it's a Daryl Henderson, I, it's just, it's been tough to start now. I don't know if I would drop Cam Akers, but I'm close. It's just tough to drop a starting running back for any team when running backs are so thin. These are, these are the decisions. These are the things that keep me up at night. And I will be, man. I'll be there at 6 a.m. Like I was last night. I was just nodding off and like, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm, I almost sent a trade offer for for something I don't agree to at all. Yeah, I did. I, I bit off more than I can chew. Five teams is way too much. But we've been talking about trades. I do want to go over those. I'm just gonna glance over them too. We've been talking about them, and everybody's got their different philosophy. And man, just I just I keep coming back to counter. Throw a counter. What, what? Everybody gets so stingy and they're just like, no, if you lowball me like middle finger, dude, you're out of here. Why would you not want to throw another counter? It's a waste of my time. Is making your team better a waste of your time? Throw a counter. Be open to trading. Things are fluid in the NFL and in fantasy football. Try to find something. I just, I not trying just doesn't seem like the right answer. But if you are trying, things that I got going on right now, and I don't think it's going to happen. I get. Let's go over who who am I looking for? I'm still looking at, at Joe Mixon because the volume is there. So if you can get a Joe Mixon, now it hasn't been productive, which is great for anybody trying to get Joe Mixon. The Bengals are yeah. It's rough, but we've written off plenty of good teams, good players before, only to have them show us why we thought they were good in the first place. So I'm still in on Joe Mixon. The volume is there. He hasn't been producing. It will happen. That offense will get it together. Alvin Kamara, 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 however you want to say it. I'm targeting him. Now, he had a big game last week, but he's also been hurt. So if you can find somebody still willing to sell low, he's just ridiculous at the position whenever he's healthy. And he, and this might be one of the last years that we can really appreciate that if he, if he can stay in it. Uh, at this point, Cook and Fournette, those owners have, have gotten what they've been looking for. Um, and you're probably, you probably missed it. It was last week was before the last week games was probably the last chance for that. Jonathan Taylor. If you can find somebody still 
that's willing to give him up, get it. Get Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be tough, though. More than likely, he was one or two off the board. People are going to be holding on to him, but that's a that's a an amazing athlete that hasn't been producing yet. So Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, those are your top-tier guys that you're going after if you can make a move for there. If you can't do that, last week mentioned Damian Pierce and Brees Hall. You might have missed the boat on that one. If you can find somebody, Brees Hall is still having Michael Carter cut into some of his workload. If it comes to a point where Brees Hall has everything, absolutely. I mean, it's just, that is a young stud with a bright future. And I would I would heavily be targeting Brees Hall if you can. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, probably best to get him last week. He had a great game. And now he's got the full workload. But if you can get Ramondre Stevenson for a decent price. Now, keep in mind that, that Damian Harris will be back. So, at some point, it's going to get cut into. But, like, these next few weeks for Ramondre Stevenson are going to be big. They're going to be big. And then who knows what happens when Damian Harris comes back. So, just keep that in mind. If you go for Ramondre Stevenson, don't overpay. He had a big game last week. He's going to have a big game this week. But he's got a good little schedule coming up with Damian Harris and and him getting most of the work. That's going to be really nice. The ones that I think you can get right now on the cheap, Travis Etienne. The tides are, are shifting. We saw him get more work. James Robinson has been awesome. If you can sell high on James Robinson, I would. Because injuries, that Achilles just wins. Kamara, Kamara, Kamala, Achilles, Achilles, or whatever. We don't know how to pronounce things here. I'm just trying to give you a little info. You you figure out the rest. But I think ETN is going to be, that's a long play. So if you've got room to have a long play, hit that up. Same thing with Chase Edmonds. I think you can get Travis ETN and Chase Edmonds real cheap right now. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, quick as hell. Great relationship with the coaching staff. Has been the number one guy over there in Miami. He's also injury prone. He's got something going on with his knee right now, and he's had stuff going on with his knees before. So there is a good possibility that he goes down, that Mostert goes down. Chase Edmonds filled in for James Conner last year in Arizona, did absolutely great with that, put up great numbers. If he comes back, or if Edmonds gets a chance to be the number one, on a solid offense, if Tua's back as well, then that that's a smash play. So I would be targeting, you can still, for the big guys, Mixon, Kamara, if you're looking for the next tier, ETN, Edmonds on the cheap. If you can still get Stevenson, if you can still get Brees Hall, do it. For wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, I think we would probably miss the boat on that. Um, A.J. Brown had a down week last week. I don't think people are going to be able to... I don't think people are giving up A.J. Brown. Um, Jamar Chase. So, a Bengals target again. If you can get Jamar Chase on the cheap, go for it. Absolutely. Um, Deontay Johnson, question mark. That one is tough. A lot going on. And I'm I'm sitting in there. 
I have Deontay Johnson. I'm like, do I do I sell high? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'll, I'll talk about that here. You know, well, let's just we're here already here. Deontay Johnson and Hollywood Brown. I have both of those on one of my team, and I'm like, dude, what do I do with this? What about? Well, I'm I'm trying to trade him. And I'll, I'll throw some trades out there that I've got going on too. But Jamar Chase is a great target right now, an elite wide receiver. Especially with T. Higgins dealing with an injury. We don't know how that's going to shake out. Nobody said it's a high ankle sprain, but it's kind of, it's something going on there. So if you can get Jamar Chase, snag him. Absolutely. The next one, Christian Kirk had a couple down weeks. If you can get Christian Kirk, the volume is there. Chris Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas, not there. Jarvis Landry, not there. It is Chris Olave. Most air yards out of any receiver. Young stud coming up. Chris Olave, I'm harping on it. Rashad Bateman. If you can get Rashad Bateman because he's been hurt, and I don't think he's going to be there this week. If you can get Bateman, that's the number one guy for Lamar Jackson who's like running MVP numbers right now. It I am a Bateman owner in a lot of leagues, and it has been a little tough because the target, you know, it's just the volume isn't there. He's not getting 10 targets a game. He's a big play kind of guy. But if they're already playing at this level, I think that the Ravens only get better. Their ground game's about to get better with Gus Edwards coming up. Gus Edwards might be somebody you want to pick up off the waiver wire if he's out there. He, he just got off the IR, or I'm pretty sure, I think they got like three weeks to activate him. J.K. Dobbins is kind of, you know, he's coming off an injury. So is Gus Edwards, so they're both coming off injury, so it's kind of a risky play. They're probably going to split the backfield. You know, kind of like a Brian Robinson thing, but Brian Robinson in Washington, he's going to be starting tonight, so we'll see how that goes. But Bateman might be somebody you want to take a look at. People you might want to sell high, I keep saying his name wrong or right over and over. Alvin Kamara, Kamara, whatever. You might want to sell high on him. If you can get a Brees Hall, yeah. I mean, that's one of my trades going on right now. Deontay Johnson, if you're not feeling good about that situation, market the targets. He's got a ton of targets. He is the number one for Pittsburgh. Sell him like that. Hollywood Brown. One of the, yeah, I think he might be like second or third in most targets out of all receivers. He's been absolutely killing it. But you're getting Rondell Moore coming back. Rondell Moore's healthy now. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back next week. This is the last week that you have Hollywood Brown. So if you're looking to sell Hollywood Brown, this is the week to do it. That way you can, you know, other teams can at least get a good week out of it. That's a selling point to them. You don't want to do it the week that DeAndre Hopkins comes back because there's just too many question marks. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I don't know if you sell him or hold him. I'm kind of in this situation too. Uh, I, I, I mean, the volume is just crazy for, you know, he's it's like A.J. Dillon and Kareem Hunt and it's Jamal Williams for Detroit. Those are those are crazy good backups that are out there. So that might be somebody that you're looking to sell high. Um, I yeah, if you can package those two together, like a Kamara and a Hunt for a Mixon, maybe Kamara and a Hunt for a Fournette, 
something like that. I would do that. So yeah, let's. I mean, while we're already talking about it, trades that I have going on, one that I don't think is going to go through at all. This is a low ball trying to get the situation started. Garrett Wilson for Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Ramondre kind of, I mean, maybe before he had the blow up week last week, maybe I might, might do Brian Robinson and Garrett Wilson for Ramondre Stevenson. Mm, I didn't like how that, I couldn't even, I barely finished the sentence thinking about that. I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens with Brian Robinson tonight. I do have a, a Travis Etienne for Garrett Wilson, though. And I, I, you might be able to get that done. If the other team needs the receiver, you might be able to get that done. So I am, I am targeting Etienne as well. I also have Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, right? Uh, Deontay Johnson. And Alvin Kamara for Stephon Diggs and Brees Hall. So, Hollywood, Deontay, and Kamara for Diggs and Hall. If I can get that done, I will take the young stud. I, I do think Kamara's got a... I, if he stays healthy, man, he's going to have an awesome year. But if I get Brees Hall, and now it's like, man, this is like... Mm, you got to get him now. You have to get him now. His value is only going to go up. And if I can have the number one dude for Josh Allen, yeah, I will ship off both Hollywood Brown and Deontay Johnson for digs, and I'll trade Kamara straight up for Hall, 100%. Another one that I have going on, Deontay Johnson and Alan Lazard for Jamar Chase, trying to capitalize on Alan Lazard hitting the end zone the last three weeks. He only has like three catches, but one of them's always in the end zone, so he's putting up double-digit points in my league. And Deontay Johnson, target monster, Jamar Chase, hasn't been doing well. But if I can get the number one for Joe Burrow, it's going to come around. Another trade that I have going on that is not going to go through, only if the other person's an idiot, but I'm trying before Kenneth Walker plays. Daryl Henderson and Tyler Algier for Kenneth Walker. Now, they are a Cam Akers team. They have Cam Akers, so I'm hoping that maybe if I just throw them the entire Rams backfield... And I give him a rookie that's starting. Possibly they'll give me a rookie that's starting. We'll see. Those are the wild ones that I got going on. So, it, hey, we're keep working. Keep working it. Keep working the waiver wire. Keep working your trades. Keep working. Keep after it, guys. But that's going to do it for us today. Follow me. Extremely Average Fantasy Football Podcast. YouTube. TikTok. Instagram, Spotify. I'm everywhere, man. Do as the Boy Scouts do. Always be prepared. Always keep working. I was plagued by, you know, Javante Williams, Rashad Penny. Get deep up in there, man. Get deep up in the waiver wire. Build some depth. Injuries are real. And good luck this week, y'all. We'll see you.